join us again tonight as we reopen the big book of conspiracy theories with Dave. From cattle mutilation to hollow earth to did man really dismantle Stonehenge and put it back together? Midnight Conspiracy. Join us again for more Midnight Conspiracy Theories. Simon. How are you? I'm all right. I'm good. That's good. We're another bonus tonight. Another, um, you enjoyed the conspiracy theory so much. (laughs) You enjoyed. Guess what? I've got you. Another one. You enjoyed listening to the last one so much. You decided to do it all over again, haven't you? Do it all again. I've got you some more. Go on then. These ones are ace. Has it, since we spoke last on conspiracies, has it changed your outlook on the world? Any, any? No. <laughs> Be sure. Um, no, but I'm. I still have a. I still like to think I've got a very open mind. Um, yeah. Do you not look up at the moon now and think, "What if? Is it real? Is it cheese? Yeah. <laughs> is it me? <laughs> Camembert. Still, still looking at it as a, I can as see a... you looking at the sky though over Zoom. I thought that was nice. That you looked oh, then. Yeah. Into the distance, as if to Pure. say, what is that? Well, we're gonna we're gonna look. We're gonna start tonight by looking a bit closer to home. We're not okay. going initially into space this time. I bet we're, we're still look. going to. I bet we're still going to America, though, are we? Well, we're going everywhere. We're going to look under our feet for number one. Okay. This conspiracy theory is called Hollow Earth theory. Thank <laughs> God, let's okay. not laugh yet till you get into it. It's a bit self-explanatory, but go on. Right. While flat earthers get all the attention in the mainstream media, Popular Mechanics notes that... So it's got scientific evidence behind it. The magazine Popular Mechanics have weighed in. Um, notes there is also a conspiracy that says the Earth is hollow and there might be a whole other civilization of advanced beings living in it. The theory is rooted back in the 17th century when Edmund Halley, or Haley, who has an, a whole comet named after him. Yeah. He knew what he was talking about. Didn't okay. I'm Edmund Halley, a plumber. So, he, you know, he's got a bit of scientific background. He proposed that the Earth must be hollow because of changing magnetism. What do you think? <laughs> I'm... I'm no geologist, so this fires completely now against every geography lesson I've ever had. Um, Because as I understand it, the earth is layers and layers of rock with magma in the middle. Magma, yeah. Yeah. And then so at what point does that all stop and it's hollow? (laughs) You've asked a good (laughs) geological question there that I don't think my notes covers. Um, right. uh, let's have a look. Even back then in the 17th century, the idea of a hollow earth was hardly a new one, says the popular scientific tome Wired, um, which notes that it appears in folklore the world over, not to mention elsewhere in Europe in Halley's time. Oh, a German scholar named Athansius Kircher, for instance, published a textbook in 1664 in which he claimed the earth contained a central fire, which is Almost true. And vast yeah. underground lakes and lava chambers. 
At the North Pole is a gaping vortex that sucks water down to the central fire, where it's heated and expelled out to the South Pole. No mention of your magma, to be honest. But what they're yeah. basically saying is UFOs and aliens might not be coming from space. They might be coming up from the ground beneath our feet. What do you think? So what, what data are they using to come to this conclusion? Do Some fella that said he saw a little door open in a mountain <laughs> somewhere in yeah. Nevada. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it, it, if we're looking for scientific evidence for this one, it's it's more of a belief thing. Yeah, see, that's the bit where I struggle then. Yeah. But if you're out by Dave's yeah. bar tomorrow and a little door opens and a fella comes up out the floor, would that convince I'll, I'll be, you? I'll be, sure to, I'll be sure to revisit it. <laughs> so are you having that one or are you rejecting that one? I wholeheartedly reject that one. Yeah. Well, we're filing it with the Sasquatch. That no longer is a conspiracy theory that can go. <laughs> Just wait. Tomorrow morning, you'll be out there feeding your guinea pig, little door, yeah. fella come yeah. out, been living under here for 30 years. Right, conspiracy theory two. This is a good one. Go on. What do you think of the music of the Beatles? I love the Beatles. Yeah. This leads us on, though. Is Paul McCartney dead? <laughs> for, the- <laughs> for those of you that don't know the background, um, one of the most unusual pop culture conspiracy theories concerns a member of the Fab Four. Beatles legend has it that Paul McCartney secretly died in 1966. So he didn't secretly died. Just secretly yeah. died. Um, at the height of the band's fame, and the other three band members covered it up by hiring someone who looked and sang like him. Now, incredibly, on the Beatles Sgt. Pepper album, mm-hmm. they sing about Billy Shears. I've heard that's the name of the man that replaced him. So they got in Billy Shears, mm-hmm. he's carried on. Knocking stuff out. How's Paul McCartney? Very similar looking, obviously very similar sounding. The cover of Abbey Road, he hasn't got any shoes on, everybody else has. I don't know what that says about being <laughs> what dead. What does that signify? <laughs> Signifies he's dead, apparently. Um, hang on. If you listen to Strawberry Fields Forever backwards, <laughs> You can hear John Lennon mumble, I buried Paul. Now, (laughs) I think that speaks more to how he died and whether it was a shovel to the back of the head and he's put him under the patio. But, yeah, um, somebody else said the the hidden meaning, what he's actually saying, was cranberry sauce. <laughs> who's come up? Who's come up with this theory? Is this has some... been going since nineteen sixty six? It was an actual thing. Now the only um, there is some circumstantial evidence for me to this, and that is that the man who wrote the song yesterday could not have gone on to write the frog chorus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So does that tell us <laughs> Paul McCartney died in 1966 and was replaced by Billy Shears? Uh, there's other evidence here. 
the cover of the 1966 Yesterday and Today album, which was actually changed, used grotesque imagery of the Beatles posing amidst raw meat and dismembered doll parts, symbolising McCartney's gruesome accident, says Time magazine. Right. What are we saying? Maca. We're saying it's rubbish. <laughs> You've got to open your mind. I'm, just, I'm looking here. One of his albums, Paul McCartney's albums, is called Paul is Live. <laughs> yeah, well, would you not say that <laughs> to throw people off the scent? Yeah, is that a himself. double, you know, double jeopardy that? Well, when's um, his anniversary of his death then, do we know? 1966, so shortly after the World Cup. Maybe he had a couple of scoops after England won. Mm. Blew his mind out in a car, as one of the other things says. Day in the life. Um, well, you know I'm all up for any excuse for a bank holiday, so maybe we should start a petition <laughs> and, uh, for the loss to mark, of, mark the death of Paul McCartney and have a bank holiday. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you think Billy Shears, who's claiming his royalties, is going to join in on that? Yeah, I'd be more concerned about his daughter. What does she think of the whole thing? <laughs> Stella, Linda. Well, they, they, give her the, a, they give her a vegan food factory to keep her quiet. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. Linda, obviously, the vegan food. Yeah. Is it, that's, have you ever tried Linda McCartney sausages? I have, actually. Yeah. Did you like them? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not a big fan Maybe of vegetarianism. A, that might I be a whole conspiracy. Because there was a, a conspiracy that somebody had thrown meat into the London McCartney sausages. Horse meat. Well, just any meat. The suspected brought it in oh, with yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. remember a disgruntled yeah. employee was lobbing bits yeah. of Holland's meat pie into the um vegetarian souvlaki, whatever <laughs> they were. <laughs> Is this conversation libelous? <laughs> not yet, but we're about to cross the line. Okay. Right. So you're not having Macca either? No, I mean, Macca's dead. No. No, no. Right. No. Let's move on then. This one is, is a lot less fanciful, and I think yeah. right up your street. Because you like... <laughs> I'm sensing that you like an ordered world and you like to, a bit of scientific evidence. Cool. And you like... Yeah, aliens built Stonehenge. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you just made a very disbelieving noise there. Uh, the series of boulders that make up Stonehenge have long puzzled experts and provided material ripe for conspiracy theorists such as yourself. Um, most pertinent is the question how were the stones, some weighing 50 tons, transported and arranged to where they sit today. Without basic transportation technology, such as wheels, which were invented more than five centuries after Stonehenge is believed to have been built, there is no obvious answer to how the biggest stones were moved. Now, there are claims, and there's, actually there was a story in the news today that they have just found nearby the biggest underground Neolithic system of tunnels that is older than Stonehenge. And they think that Stonehenge is not just a song by Spinal Tap. It's actually, mm. there may be something to the fact they were more advanced than we thought um, because they seem to have laid a load of piping underground. So 
the summer solstice was was it yesterday? Yeah. Stonehenge it lines today? up with that. Yes, yesterday. Yesterday, I think. Okay. Yesterday, right. So Stonehenge lines up with that, doesn't it? The sun so on the, the solstice. Obviously, obviously, the aliens knew that. Yeah. Not yeah. saying. <laughs> not saying Bob the Neolithic man didn't Being have aliens. that information, but it's a pretty wild coincidence, that, isn't it? There's some people that say they line up with pyramids. Mm-hmm. And various pyramids around the world share the same longitude and latitude. Yet there is there is solid evidence that those pyramids were not built by aliens. <laughs> and yet You're basing here we are. that on Transformers 2, Dark Side <laughs> of the Moon. <laughs> yeah. And here we are discussing whether aliens happen to choose the longest day of the year to bang a few <laughs> stones up in a circle. Well, there's more daylight, isn't there? So maybe they did. <laughs> That's you might it, have maybe it was just in case you know, good project management never did anyone any harm, did it? <laughs> You've cracked. They didn't want to pay overtime, did they? That's well, it. all right, lads. You can knock off when it goes dark. All right. <laughs> Suckers. <laughs> so what are you thinking, Stonehenge? Because that brings us on to Eric Von Daniken's Chariots of the Gods. Which... I'm all on board. I'm all on board with the... Uh... The, the mystery behind Stonehenge, and yes, it would have been a, a a significant feat for a human being or a group of humans to drag the stones, God knows how many miles from the nearest point, and put them up. Yeah. However, <laughs> I'm, I'm much more on board with that idea than Nanu well, Nanu well. flying in and... <laughs> what are you saying? A... Yeah, well, I'm just saying, um, I think it's a lot you know, more um, believable that they just slung a couple of rocks underneath a flying saucer, to be frank. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, that that's, that's, I think, the logical hypothesis with that. An interesting thing about Stonehenge that people don't realise, do you know they dismantled it to measure it all in the early 20th century? And if you Google it, you can see pictures of them sticking it back together and things. And there's there is good evidence to say it might not look quite like it did before human scientists started peeing about with it. <laughs> so <laughs> Google that one. There's some good pictures of people up stepladders and, and cranes taking it to bits. So you've properly researched this one, haven't you? Yeah. Well, as you know, I'm my brain is full of nonsense information like that. I think and, the word you're looking for is crap. Well. Well, only if you consider these to not be, because we're going to come to a good one now, which I think will disprove that, that okay. because the next one is a lot more logical. It is, I think with this, this research is from some years ago, so it may be time bonded, but I think it still is pertinent today. There's still a chance with this one. So to prove that it's not all nonsense, um, theory four for the day. Go on. The Hadron Collider will open the gates of hell. Ooh. Yeah. Conspiracy theorists the world over were made nervous by the installation of CERN's Large Hadron Collider on the French-Swiss border. When it was first switched on in 2008, some feared that the massive underground loop, which sends particles crashing into each other at lightning speed, would create a black hole that would immediately swallow the Earth. 
When this didn't happen, the EVs moved on to the possibility that the Large Hadron Collider would open up a portal between Earth and another kind of existence. So, like Macclesfield or somewhere. So um, a portal for hell. Yes. Some scientists, including Stephen Hawkins, have said that, well, he, he did say, he's not saying now, that bending space-time is theoretically possible leaving many conspiracy theories to expand on their musings in every possible direction. So, oh, this is a big one. These fears were further fueled in 2016 when photos emerged of a huge lightning storm over the general region of the Hadron Collider. Almost like the bit in an old 1930s Frankenstein movie when they switch him on. Yeah. What do you think? So... Yeah, that bit I'm not on board with because they'll have thunderstorms all the time. Just because they happen to turn it on that week doesn't mean that maybe it's that's that's weren't we talking about one last week where the weather was being controlled by the yeah, yeah, North Pole. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Alaska. So. Well, some believe at CERN that the scientists at CERN who discovered the Higgs boson often dubbed the God particle, use that ruse to cover up the fact they are actually working to summon God or a non-benevolent God called Shiva the Destroyer. Are they doing that or is that just somebody who's knocking about in WWE wrestling? Yeah, I find this one dull. It's science. It's science in action. <laughs> is it going to open up the uh, gates of hell? Well, they would have done it by now, surely. Well, incredibly though. Let's come on to some more information. In um, Outside the, the, the centre, there is a Shiva statue which was sent from India and the four letters of CERN appear at the front of Cernunos, the Celtic horned god of the underworld. So... <laughs> <laughs> Does that give you any clues? Is Shiva the Destroyer going to turn up a week on Thursday? Oh, that's, it'd take the focus off COVID-19 for a week or two, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, it would. Yeah, a large rift into the very bowels of Hades might knock um, COVID off the off the top of Sky News. So, yeah, so on that basis, I'd, I'd suggest, yeah, let's go with it. Yeah. Let's have this one. <laughs> let's so we can... Uh, Release, release oh, the release hounds hell. of hell. Release yeah. the hounds of hell just for something to do. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Something else to talk about. We could start a new, yeah, um, we'll start a new podcast based on Doomsday live from the bowels of hell. Yeah, yeah, that'd be all right. Do you think we'll be in there together though, or will we still have to socially distance? Jeez, it would be the depths of hell then, wouldn't it? Because <laughs> I'm not just when you think running. it couldn't get any worse. You do, yeah, you are. You, you're stoking the fires of hell, and you've still got to stay two meters apart. It's not looking good, is it? <laughs> I wasn't talking about two meters apart. I've been faced with you <laughs> for the rest of eternity. <laughs> At least we'd, um, you know, it'd be warm, wouldn't it? You know me in the cold. Be all yeah. right. Right, you'd last be, one. You'd be wanting to get Satan himself in for a question or two, wouldn't you? <laughs> you know, he's um, 
Well, as, as, as long as he lets us watch the end of the football season on Sky, we'll be all right. What, right, last one for tonight. Now, yeah. I like this one. I might know I might know something about this one. What do you think? There's a surprise. <laughs> what do you think about the theory of cattle mutilation? Have you ever heard of this? Right. I don't have no idea what that is. Right. What this is, starting in, in the early 1970s and potentially before, um, farmers all over the world, but mainly in America, you're quite right earlier on. Um, have awoken to find that some of their cattle are dead and they have been surgically cut open. They remove the jawbone, sometimes bits of the stomach, but almost always the genitals. And they are cut with some sort of laser device to a surgical standard. There's never any blood and sometimes there are scorch marks around the cow what are you thinking mm. so i'm thinking how many countries has this reportedly happened in quite a lot there's been some in england the uk really yeah really 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 now now on a bright sunny morning let me read you some evidence on a bright sunny morning in the summer of 1973 evidence might be tenuous i will be honest with that Ron and Paula Watson, two farmers in Springfield, Missouri, witnessed something that changed their lives forever. It was an alien abduction, they say, but not of a human, of cattle. They saw a green cone-shaped craft next to which two silver little beings were standing over a large black cow. I told Ron, my God, they got a cow. What are they going to do to it? Paula said. It's had its eyes open and its tongue was like hanging out a little bit, but he just laid there and didn't move. Then when they, they found <laughs> it later, all its genitals were gone. What do you think? Yeah, I think I think it was just like um, a playful game of cow tipping that went wrong. <laughs> well, from outer space. Yeah. Seems an awful long way. I've come 46 million light years from Alpha Centauri to tip a cow well, off. We... Okay, so I found an article. So let me throw this back at you because there's, a, I think, an important piece of information in this that may put, help guide some light on this. Right. So another cut-up and bloodless cow was found two years ago, a mile from her home place. A hunter discovered the carcass near a water trough just hours after the kill. Her son, a butcher at the time, inspected the slain animal. <laughs> so, Is that a scientist, though, a butcher? <laughs> or does he just know about cutting beef up? Cutting up animals and yeah. leaving them to rot? Yeah, I don't know, maybe. What was um, his thought? Come on. Nonsense, this. So David said she and her husband rode strategic circles around the area with four-wheelers to try and find vehicle tracks, horse tracks, something. They yeah. never found any. Oh. So it's got to have come from above. Now, there's another theory in this that comes into it that the government are involved. There is evidence to suggest that a phenomenon called black helicopters may be involved. 
silent helicopters painted black that come down, lift the cows, cut their fats and smalls out and then drop them back off later on. <laughs> what, do you, what do you make of that if the government was involved? So which government? Because you're saying this happens all over the world or is this just an American thing? Well, I think this is some of the American ones, but they might have got the idea off somebody else. After Roswell, what if the lad they got off the Roswell ship said, yeah, well, we're here, really, um, to probe people up the back passage and then look at the cows? Right. What about that? Does that seem um, feasible? <laughs> feasible? I'm going to research this. I'm going to research this more. <laughs> like it's a good one, Do you think, So, Are we saying that these cows have been hoisted up to great heights and then just dumped and that's what's predominantly caused the damage? Well, no. What we're saying is the cows are taken and there are over 30,000 documented cases. So this one is well documented. There's no blood. So, and you're going back to the 1970s and, and before when they didn't have the precision laser-cutting tools that we have now, at least not publicly. Um, so it almost cauterizes the wounds as they take them, and it's always the same bits, the jawbone, some of the stomach, and their bits, basically. The what genitals. They're doing with the, bits, the genitalia. So, so it's the bulls, predominantly. No, cows, really. It's the female no. reproductive organs, but they also take... There have been bulls. Um, I looked at a story before that listed it as far down as gerbils and guinea pigs, but I'm not sure that's right. Um, but <laughs> certainly cows are the predominant, you know, they're the, 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 the gold standard of all this. So from my perspective then, presume cows are a valuable commodity. So... Out of interest, what would the insurance company have paid out for each of these ones that went missing? <laughs> what, are you saying that these are ropey cows that you so wouldn't these... mind losing? Exactly. And the farm's going, well, you never guess what. I won't cut them on morning. <laughs> and it's Jenna. <laughs> I'm not sure there's, a, there's, a, there's an insurance precedence just for the genitals. Have you got a balls clause? Yeah, I have. Yeah, double the money if you get that. Yeah. <laughs> or is it just a bag of balls? <laughs> or would we know because they've cut them off? Right, number of cattle yeah, mutilation know, cases. No, I'm just Googling. I can see how many cattle have been, you know, debagged, as it were. Debagged. <laughs> <laughs> It's also known as bovine excision and unexplained livestock death. Usually bloodless in anomalous circumstances worldwide. This is it. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm coughing with excitement. Sheep, horses, goats, pigs, rabbit, cats, dogs, bison, deer and elk have been reported mutilated with similar bloodless excisions. Often an ear, eyeball, jaw flesh, tongue, lymph nodes, genitals and rectum are removed. So, yeah. What do wow. you think? I think I'm about going to check on my guinea pig. <laughs> yeah, I might check on ours. If Pipsqueak's missing anything, I'm ringing the police. 
I tell so, you what, yeah. though, out of all of them, that's yeah. the most in- interesting, I would say, because the amount of cases that have been found, and even my, my very brief... This is one I'm going to go back to after we've yeah. finished. This is a good one. The um, okay. And we live in a... Once you get outside of Blackpool, we live in a largely rural yeah. area of um, England, don't we? So we do have a lot of dairy farmers... So perhaps in another, if we're going to go to Loch Ness, maybe we should sit in a field full of cows one night and see if anybody Uh, appears. I'd suggest (laughs) this is definitely one we could research. (laughs) Quickly, easily and cheaply as well. I've got some mates that are farmers. Let's get down there. Half of my family in Ireland are farmers, so we'll go and speak to them. Why don't we ask them, have they ever lost any cattle to an Independence Day type? Of situation. <laughs> have you had any black helicopters overhead? Yeah, I bet they have. Yeah. Right, okay. Ten a penny. Look, I'm going to... I personally am parking that one. What's your personal preference? Um, I think it, there's there's tens of thousands of cases of it. So I think okay. it's a definite phenomenon. And I think what's extraordinary is... Um, most of them, even if they've been dropped after the whoever's Adam has had them, um, there's no blood anywhere. So they haven't landed and... I'm sorry if Linda McCartney's still listening, splattered. So right. it's a peculiar one for me. It's okay, weird. Okay, I'm going to look this... I'm going to research further. Right. So I feel like I've got a win there. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, there's elements of that I can believe. We we can do the next one or not, depending on what you think of it. We're not going to do Flat Earth because that's a bit obvious. Um, everybody knows the Earth's flat, potentially. What do you think? Is the Earth flat or is it round? Yes, it's blooming round. Come on, move <laughs> on. I'm totally, totally on the round, personally. I don't think it's flat. What a lot of people do. Um, do you know what the Flat Earth Society's Twitter used to say? It used to say with followers around the globe, <laughs> which was extraordinary. <laughs> right, you, we, you can have this one. We can either call it a day. I'll offer you the title of the next one, and then it's up to you whether we call it a day or we, we explore Come this on. further. All right, are you ready? This is a more scientific-based one. This one is more based in science fact than science fiction, I would say. Are you having it? Are you ready? Go. Saddam Hussein had a Stargate. (laughs) 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 Right. (sighs) Thanks for joining me tonight, Dave, on another run-through conspiracy theory. Nurse. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I'd like to say it's been an education, but it's not, has it? Because you don't, you, no matter how much you read on this, you just never, uh, you never get to the brunt of it. No. Um, I think we, we know what's true and what isn't. And I think it's, it's obviously you're off to look at the genitals of cattle. And yeah. um, I'm off to just to see if Saddam Hussein had a, large portal to another dimension so yeah it's been productive we'll go and uh, research plenty to go off there 
Yeah, it's uh, it's been good. So the island may turn into the island from Lost. Yeah. If this continues. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you for joining it's us, like- everybody. We're glad that we've set um, set things straight for you once more. We'll be back. We, if I can find another five or six compelling conspiracy theories, we might be back with another one in a couple of weeks. Uh, I'm going to find some for you next time. Brilliant. I think you should. Right. Should we? Let's turn the tables next time, and yeah. you bring me some. Okay. No cool. problem. Excellent. Right. It's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. See you later. See you in that field full of cows, Dave. Midnight Conspiracy. for listening and if you've enjoyed this nonsense there's plenty more that came from don't forget to hit subscribe or follow us on facebook or twitter and everyone across the nation is keeping safe and warm we've all agreed to